brand new band, brand new sound, and a brand new direction for our, a brand, brand spanking new band. It's A through Z. That's right, A through Z. It features the great Mark Zonder of Fate's Warning fame, and it is far different than you might be thinking. What's it like exactly? Well, we'll tell you next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. It is Chris Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and I am super happy to be presenting this guy. This guy is uh, one of my all-time favorites from Fate's Warning. Um, if, if you don't know who he is, then learn. I'll just put it that simply. Just learn, because the music was so great in that era. And he's back with more music that is so great. He has a brand new band simply called A dash Z or A through Z, I think is how we're actually pronouncing this. That is also the name of the uh, release that is coming out. It is out on August the 12th. And here to talk all about it is uh, the one, the only Mr. Mark Zonder. Mark, how are you? Good, man. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. Certainly, man. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell what we just talked about before we got started, Mark. You uh, you quickly scolded me and told me to not call this a project, to call it a band, which yeah. could not make me happier. But talk all about this this new band that you are doing. A what, is it A through Z or A to Z? You know, to be honest with you, anything's close, but it's technically A through Z. Okay, and there's a, and there's a story how that one came about too, but. Um, no, it's definitely a band. You know, when I started this, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but I have 16-year-old twins. Okay. If you want to do the chronological order, think back of when I left Fate's Warning. Right. Um, I had just gotten married. I'd been in the band 15 years. I gave that band everything that I had, you know, for 15 years. And it just kind of got to that point. And uh, I didn't think it was fair to myself, the band, my wife, or the kids to be trying to do that on tour thing. Now, if I was playing in Rush or Deep Purple, maybe we'd have different conversations about sure. this, or <laughs> playing with the Rolling Stones, maybe it'd be different, but just the level where we're at, where the band was headed, uh, you know, definitely big disappointments after Parallels, um, as far as the trajectory of the band. Uh, a lot of people, fans don't understand that, you know, guys gotta make a living, number one, and number two, it's, you just can't, sometimes you just can't keep beating the, the, the same thing over and over again. Uh, but no, it's a band. So when I decided to do this, and I've tried this a couple different times, um, I put my money where my mouth is. I'm all in. Uh, record budgets aren't what they used to be. Yeah. Uh, God bless Metal Blade and everything that they've done. But for me to get what I wanted to get out of this and get it to where I wanted to go, I knew I was going to have to walk the walk and talk the talk and put my money up sure. to make it go. You know, I wasn't going to do hey, go to my website and check out our photography that my wife did with her iPhone. Uh, <laughs> right. Check out the album cover, you know. I wasn't going to do, you know, like down and dirty, nasty, you know, videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't going to do a recording that sounded like a demo. I basically sat down before I decided to do this and said, okay, what are all the negative things that are going to come bite you, you know, as you move forward? Okay, number one, you can't sound like Fate's Warning. Well, didn't right. want to sound... Didn't want to sound like Fate's Warning. Didn't want to sound like Warlord. It didn't matter. I had my own vision of what I wanted and what I thought, what, I, what the music that I love. You know, number two, 
no demo recordings. You know, you got to come out bigger, faster, stronger than everybody else. Cause it's kind of, I'm a believer. That's a one shot deal. Mm-hmm. You know, the days of, well, that was cool, but you know, let's wait for records two and three to see how the band develops. That's not going to happen. Right. Not, not in this day and age and everybody's attention span for about eight seconds. <laughs> so I just tried to jump all those hurdles. I knew it had to have hooks. I knew and I wanted that if we got to the second chorus and you didn't know the song, we didn't do our job. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I joke, but I'm kind of serious. You know, it's beer commercial, car commercial, Cobra Kai. All right. It's, it's that, that thing. You can see Johnny putting the sunglasses on, half drunk, shifting down the gear, taking off his charger, and you hear trial by fire. You know, a friend right. of mine pointed that out earlier. Everybody loves that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, great. There's some people that are burnt on it or whatever, but that's always the music that I like, you know, whether it's separate ways, whether it's Jane by the Starship, just hit songs, you know, sure. guys that can really play and they show it at times, but it's all about the chorus. It's all about the hook. It's all about the vocal. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we approached it. Right um, on. But it's definitely a band. Um, there are no problems. So don't get excited. But bands change members. So sure. it's not like, you know, I mean, I mean, think about it. Survivor, I Am Tiger, hit song. What do they do? Yeah. Change the singer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's the craziest move of all time, you would think. But I'm just saying, it is a band. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as I'm driving the bus, you know, it's my thing. This is what I'm doing. This is where all the chips are. And this is the main focus. So it, it'll co- continue, basically come hot, hell or high water. Sure. So how, how did the lineup come together? Did, did, was it just you reaching out to people that you knew or did you audition people or a little oh, of no. both or no, they're, they're, well, okay. There's not really auditioning. What it was is I first contacted Matt Guillory thinking that he oh, might yeah. be interested. Well, he said he was too busy, which, you know, this day and age is code for, you don't have enough money. So, <laughs> right. so we're, we're good. No problem. But he turned me on to Vivian Lalou, who okay. honestly, I've never heard of him. Um, which is fine. I'm sure he's been on a lot of things that maybe I listened to over the years or whatever. Contacted him and just basically gave him my pitch. I said, you know, I've got all these drum ideas that I record. I'm going to base the band off, you know, most of those ideas. I'm looking for everybody else to contribute. Uh, but I, I want to start because some of these, you know, grooves are kind of out there. If you listen to, you know, Trial by Fire, if you listen mm-hmm. to Silence is Broken, uh, Rise Again, uh, I can go on and on and on those kind of drum riffs would be tough to shove into someone else's kind of music. Sure. But I knew when you send stuff like that, and, and Viv's a composer. He's not a keyboard player. Okay. Even though he plays the keyboards, he's a composer. So when you get with a guy like that, you know, like he said to me, it's like a glorified drum machine. I put this loop on of what you played, and I hear things, I see things, and, and I can write that way instead of just saying, hey, man, write me a song. And you're like, right. what? I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> so it worked out real well. It was... I knew it was magic from the beginning. Rise Again was the first thing that we did. Uh, and he had worked with Juke, the guitar player, for 20 years. So it was like he would send the stuff to Juke and say, hey, add your little stuff to it. Or, you know, the cool thing about Viv is he's playing the keyboards, but he has great guitar sounds. Right. So when he's writing the songs, we're actually getting an idea of what's really happening. Um, Philip has been my guy forever. If I'm there, he's there uh, kind of thing. And then it just came down to the classic, you know, story of my career, no singer. Right. So, auditioned a bunch of guys and you know because you just send out the the thing say hey this is what we're looking to do nobody was even close uh some of the craziest stuff i've ever heard you know it's it's like 
big chorus. Think car commercial. Think a beer commercial. You know what I mean? And guys were sending me stuff back that were like underground metal with the story of the unveiling of Christ or something. I, you know, I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, I, I didn't get it. And he's like, okay, okay. I just said, okay, you know, I can call Ray. Um, always knew Ray. You know, first thing about Ray is he always sings in the pocket. Or well, <laughs> when I was playing, he sang in my pocket. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I, I knew what he was capable of. He also, we talked early in the early days that he was totally into the style of music because he was raised like this. Singer, songwriters, you know, uh, R&B, funk, you know, journey, whatever, you know, goes on and on. I figured, okay, I got no singer. I pick up, you know, he'll either pick up the phone or he won't. Right. So he picks up the phone. And we're chit-chatting and stuff. And I tell him what's basically going on. And um, he said, send me something. I did. And the first song I did was Rise Again. Okay. And I fell off the chair. And I knew right then we were good, you know. Right Right. Well, and it it definitely works. I, I mean, the, the the entire lineup, it's so cohesive. And, you know, you mentioned it, but I'll, I'll say it a, a little more defined. I think that people, obviously, they're going to see your name, they're going to see Ray's name, and they're going to think Fate's Warning. And they're going to be very surprised musically, because you, the songs are so much, they're, they're a little bit shorter, they're definitely more concise. They're like you said, they're they're full of hooks. And that's, you know, that that is probably the, the greatest thing about it. This isn't as progressive stuff that's considered progressive rock or progressive metal is concerned. This is a, a very easy record to listen to. And it's not the kind that you listen to like a song or two. It's like I, I did a couple times when I was listening to it, I put it on and next thing I knew I was eight songs deep and I was like, Oh, cool. You know, it, it yeah. flows very easily. And I think that's a testament to you having, having the right ideas of who to put in the band, as well as all of you just having really good ideas musically on, on what you were going for to create. Absolutely. When we sat down and wrote music, we definitely weren't, you know, we were very conscious of pop style arrangements. We were very conscious of the three to four to five minute marks. Um, we weren't into the big solos. Uh, the And I knew with the cast of guys that I had, though, they were going to get their shot in there, just like I was going to get my shot in there, but in a very mature way. I, I kind of sometimes uh, liken this to, and, and I'm not comparing, but when you, when you look at bands like, let's say, Toto, and you mm -hmm. hear a song and you go, wow, that's really catchy. That, that's just a really simple song. But then if you're a cover band and you try to have to go play that and mimic it, yeah. it's a whole different ballgame. It's sure. the messing of all those things. And that melody line is what you hear. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what sticks. Um, but no, I, it was very conscious. Also, when I sequenced the record, I looked at it as a live concert. And okay. I was looking at it, you know, the peaks and flow of a live concert. You know, the, the emotions. You know, you don't stick, you don't open up with a ballad. Right. You know, you it's it's like a live show. So that's how it's sequenced. So I'm glad you said that it flowed because that was always a concern. Um, and you got to play around with the songs. But I think it has a great flow to it. It comes out of some of the softer passes, passages like Rise Again. The fourth song goes into this song, Window Pains, with just a snare drum drop on four. And then you're, you know, slamming right. into like a heavy groove. And it has a flow to it. So, uh, no, absolutely. that All these things are thought out. This wasn't like a bunch of dudes that got high, wrote some music, put them on a record <laughs> and hope for the best. There was right. a lot of business calculation 
sure. and using stuff that I've learned over the last 40 years of what to do and what not to do. Uh, but this whole digital marketing thing is a whole new, that's, that's a whole new thing. Like, you know, <laughs> right. That's another, that's another one. That's just like, okay. You know, it's like, it's like that snake oil. No one really knows, you know, everybody <laughs> professes to know how to make that work. Sure. You know? Cause I've asked 175 people, how do I get this band in front of a different audience? I want to get away from the metal blade, Fates warning, Lizzie Borden, armor chain sure. crowd. This mm -hmm. needs to go in front of bigger crowds. And like you said, it was made for the masses. It was made for how does this sound at a big festival in Europe? You know, how does this, <laughs> you know, from my lips to God's ears, but you know, how does it sound at the Oakland Coliseum? You know, right. it's like, does it translate? Or are you way too busy with the 30 second notes that nobody gets what you're doing? It was right. made that way. It was, you know, when I was sitting down writing drum parts, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing how that's gonna come across in a stereo field in a, in a big venue. And right. so, yes, absolutely. This was, call it thinking man's metal, whatever you want to call it. it. It was definitely thought out. Sure. Now, Mark, was this written where the songs themselves, are they pandemic songs that you wrote by, you know, sending emails back and forth? Or are they oh. things you already had or or little of both? Or oh, I'm sorry. I was going the wrong direction on that one. I thought you meant like pandemic, like doom and gloom. And oh, like, no, 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 no. I, I just mean more the development of it okay. where you couldn't get in a room and write because they do feel very warm. I guess like they, they feel very organic, which yeah. if this is something that you did through MP3 trading, it's, it's really kind of surprising because they do feel very organic the way they sound. Oh, thank you. Actually, it's funny, though. As soon as the pandemic hit, I thought, oh, my God, 37 new albums about the end of the world. You know, <laughs> you know, you know dudes are just writing like crazy about Yep. Them. You know, it's like, OK, stop, stop. That was another thing that we were very conscious of. I didn't even have to mention it to Ray because he just fell right into it. But, dude, uplifting record. Uplifting. Yeah. Enough with the doom and gloom. You know, it's time for that. Everybody's ready for it. No COVID songs, please. I didn't have to tell him that. But, um, sure. yes, it's kind of amazing where... We have really, you have to have the right people. I've never met Viv. I've never met Jupe. Uh, okay. Philip actually came here because he's in Arizona and he's close and we recorded here. Uh, but, you know, and raised in Spain. But no, that organic feel that you're talking about is two things. Number one, you're talking about guys that are really good with a computer. You know, oh, oh, hold on a second, man. Let me go retract that. I'll come back in five minutes. Here you go, man. You, you know, you bang it out through the internet. What do you right. think? It's like being in a room without being in a room. And the thing that I've really come to love on this kind of stuff, uh, especially this project. Um, excuse it's me. Not a project. Guy. It's a band. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, okay, I'll go to my room now. Um, is the fact that, and, and I've done these records before. You're in the room and you're writing and the guitar player's got something and then, Everybody settles for the first thing. Okay, that's cool. Next, let's move on to the next part. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I, we've, all of us, I'm not just saying me, all of us spend a lot of time, you got a basic. Okay. Right. Well, I hear this part um, opening up for four beats with just air. Okay. It's so much easier and so much more creative when you have it in front of you coming through the speakers. You know, I'm the master at cutting and pasting and sure. playing around with ideas. To do that in a room, okay, guys, let's make the second verse the first verse. And, the, you know, it's like, what? What? <laughs> right. it's so loud, you can't hear anything. It's just really gotten to the point where guys are so good at this kind of thing that it does have that organic feel because we are constantly, you know, hundreds 
of emails and stuff going back and forth and in different parts. And he can take my part and cut it and paste it. And then I listen back. I go, yeah, that's a great idea. And I'll change it. I mean, it even got to the point where uh, Viv was working on a part and it was a, it's the breakdown opening in um, far side of the horizon where it's just the bass and the, the kick drum and the hi-hat kind of mm -hmm. little part before it goes into the next part. And Viv wrote that on a drum machine. And I told him, I go, dude, I'm stealing that. That's that. <laughs> that's a great part. You know why? I don't care. It's a great part. And I just learned it and recorded it and it became part of the song. So mm -hmm. I think that the, the, the point that everybody has the ability to really create and change and, and come up with this idea. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. I'll throw left curves to everybody, you know, every two seconds and, and stuff just to create the, the that's the creativity that's going to come out. And that is the magic of this record. You know, sure. we wrote music, keeping in mind verses and chorus where we thought maybe the verse and chorus was, gave it to Ray to do, do whatever you want. Right. He sang choruses where we thought verses were. He thought he sang verses where we thought choruses was, were. He sang over musical parts that we thought were going to be musical parts, but it's brilliant because it's the way he heard it. I wasn't standing over his back saying, no, dude, the chorus goes here and the verse goes here. And, <laughs> right. You know, but what's interesting, too, is he told me, he goes, the toughest part is when he got the stuff, most guys give him a map and say, okay, bars four through nine or whatever is the verse and then the chorus. And he goes right to it. And I said, but doesn't that take a little bit of your creativity away? Right. You know, and he, he just killed me. Like, that is the true magic. He was singing stuff. I'm just... And I hear it back, and the first time you hear it back, it just blew me away. Like, oh my god, I would have <laughs> never, never thought about it like that. And sure. he did, which sure. I think is again, we didn't have a whole lot of, hey man, that sucks. Don't do that. Stop this. I mean, Ray's vocals are basically one-time turn-ins. Like those are. Wow. It wasn't like okay, redo this, redo that. No, it was like okay, yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> you know, and the same thing with the guitar and the keyboards and the bass. I mean. I had to keep prompting Philip, dude. I need more. I need more. Right. I, need more. I need more of this. You know, I, I need. I want everybody to show when they can show. And if you listen to the beginning of the Machine Gunner, yeah. I mean, oh it's, yeah, it's nasty. You know, it's, <laughs> it's nasty. Sure, so, sure is. You know. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned the Machine Gunner, why don't we uh, give people a taste of that one? You obviously have a video for that one out there for the Machine Gunner. Uh, tell us a little bit about this song and about the video and why it was chosen to to be one of the one of the initial releases. Well, one of the one of the big things, especially um, again, when from the thinking man's point of view, is okay. Let's not name the band Dungeons and Dragons. Let's not have some guy slaying a dragon on the cover. Let's right. not go preconceived. Didn't want to come out with like Far Side of the Horizon as the first song because everybody's going to go, wow, it's kind of uh, kind of proggy there, you know. Right. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going with this. Machine Gunner was the the obvious choice. I mean, Trial by Fire is the quote big one, but mm -hmm. you don't want to come right out with that one. Right. So the first one, up tempo, three minutes and thirty three seconds, energy, Iron Maiden meets Van Halen, great hook. You know, I already have it down. You know, the Run and High Tour, two thousand twenty three. You know, right. it's like you know, Ray's turning into a hook machine and <laughs> uh, great vocals, um, great riff, great playing all around. It just showed energy. It kind of showed the uh, uplifting energy and, and force of the band that it wasn't like a band that was going to be, you know, sitting around playing acoustic guitars and, you know, right. singing about the end of the world and stuff. It was just upfront and in your face. Part of that whole thing too, is the fact that I wanted to have those, 
the kids in there, the videos of the kids playing Army that everybody can relate to that because sure. everybody played Army. We all lit the little figures on fire and you know, <laughs> we, we did all that and threw dirt claws. They called it back then dirt claws at each other. Right. We played Fort is what okay, it was called. Right. So, yeah, you know, war is never a fun subject, but at the same time, you know, it was raised lyrics and, and, and away we went and I thought it was great. Well, it's definitely great. We're going to give people a taste right now. This is the Machine Gunner. It is A through Z out on August the 12th. So let's check out a little bit of the video. Machine Gunner from A through Z, which is out on August the 12th on Metal Blade Records. And we are joined, of course, by Mark Zonder, the drummer of A through Z. And you probably know him from a band or two as well. Another one or two from the past. And uh, Mark, um, obviously, man, uh, the music industry itself, very different animal from when you left it to um, to go off and, and raise kids and, and be dad. You know, you come back and now all of a sudden the budgets are small. The money is is very different. Now you're counting thousands of streams so you can get tens of pennies. You know, I mean, it, it's so different. When you when you did make the decision to come back, was was that a part of it? Maybe like the, the con that you at least looked at is like, man, there's just not there's just not sustainable money to make like there used to be. Well, who said we made any before? <laughs> Good point. Um, um, no, two things. Number one, I never really left. I've probably in that 15-year span recorded more songs for people making money and, and projects. Right. <laughs> you know, so I was very aware of everything. Hey, I read Peter Frampton's book. I know, I know what 80 gazillion streams, you know, how many, you know, 50 bucks that'll make you. I mean, I right. was very aware of the whole thing. Truthfully. Very early on, I put myself in the position that I didn't have to rely on music for a living. You know, I own a bunch yeah. of studios, own the building for 25 years. I'd like to think I'm kind of smart with money and investments and real estate sure. and all that kind of great stuff. I never wanted to be that guy to have to take that cover band playing my Sharona because I had to eat. Right. You know, I did my starving in the warlord days. Oh, I could tell you stories. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. You know, but as time rolled on and I didn't get married till I was 43. So it was just by myself. Okay. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't reliant on waiting for the guy that I couldn't stand to have to play his gig. You know, sure. that kind of so 
me coming back was was just a, a thing that's always been burning. The fire never went out. You know, I tried the same thing in 2007 with Slavier. Right. And, you know, uh, Inside Out basically told me they didn't know what to do with the record. And then, you know, Greg passed away. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always been there. It's tough, though. People don't realize, I think, how tough it is uh, to put a band together and even get sure. it to this point. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. Right. Uh, how difficult it is. You know, you got to have everybody buying in. Um, you know, this isn't like some bands where I'm just handing out checks like it's going out of style. And there's guys out there that have enough money that can do that. And God bless them. But no, this is you have to have guys buying in for the love of the music, basically. And and hopefully now it starts to get the traction and go where it's supposed to go. But no, this has always been on my mind. Always. Sure. Well, and from every musician I've ever known, you can you can move on to different things. You can try different things. You can you can do all sorts of different things. But in the end, that creativity never goes away. And you all it seems to me like musicians always have that. I've got that that song that just needs to be heard still to produce. And is it like that for you where you just you just always have that next song, that next song that you want to create? Um, it's more about the drums, to be honest with you. And I spend so much time playing. You know, I've been playing for so many years that, you know, it's it's every day just playing and recording and, and ideas and screwing around. And sometimes it really takes off. And, OK, put the left hand here, you know, play two kicks and the stuff. And like really looking at it from a mental point of view, not so much of like sitting down and bashing it out. And right. you're just trying to create groove, texture, you know, um, emotion out of people. And that's what's interesting about this record is, yes, I'm all over the place at times, but the kick and snare are always one, two, three, and four. You know, everybody yeah, should be able to lock into it. It's kind of like this modern day Santana with the percussion section, but it's me playing all the bells and the electronics and the, the toms and whatever. It's just about creating. And, and, and I do it for myself first, obviously. But then again, there's a lot of those moments you go, wait till the, wait till the audience hears this. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. And there's a little bit of that going on here. I, I'm not going to lie to you, but, you know, oh, yeah, old man's on or he's gone. He's probably raising, uh, you know, pigs out in the backfield and he's Farmer John and whatever. And, you know, but no, I just I just chose a little different way to go. Hey, Deep Purple never called. OK, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't <laughs> right. my fault. I was ready. You know, I can play burn. You know what I mean? Um, but no, it's it's hard. I, you know, I, I wasn't getting phone calls. It wasn't like I got asked to join a million bands that were happening, you know, yeah. and, and to do this thing by myself and start it from scratch and just take the whole thing on. I knew that's what I had to do. But no, I, I do it for myself first, you know. Right um, on. You know, because even, what is it, 57 years later after my first drum lesson, I go in there and when I sit down, I get that same feeling. I put that stick in my left hand and I get that same feeling. Right. Certainly, yeah. man. Well, well, Mark, are you going to be putting that stick in your hand and um and taking it out on tour? Is that is that the plans for this band? Or absolutely, Excellent. absolutely. What we're running into, unfortunately, is that classic. Well, all the bands in 2020 and 2021 that canceled are playing now, and then right. you know every three days you hear about how COVID's going to kill the world again. And <laughs> uh, no, we're working on a few things. I've been very fortunate to do a lot of the. Uh, European magazines, the big ones, the Rock Hards and Metal Hammer that have sure. festivals. And they've already right. talked about it for next year. We've already talked about it. Oh, no, absolutely. There's no question about it. This is a band. Record the record. You do the interviews. You do the videos. You do the touring. You know, you do the cycle. And no, absolutely. This band, even if we have to go do something 
on our own and maybe go to someplace like, let's say, Greece, rehearse for two days, play two days, play two shows, film a lot of it, you know, and really get the thing. But to show people that it is a band, but it is absolutely a band. Excellent, man. Well, as, as we said, the band is called A through Z. So is the new release, which comes out on August the 12th. And uh, Mark, where should we tell people to go to uh, pick up the record? And, and by pick it up, I mean actually buy it because it has great art. And it has, it, it's, I, I just tell everybody, buy it, don't stream it. You know, yeah, actually help the, help the bands. Metal Blade. Go right to the Metal Blade website. Um let me see if I have it right in front of my face here. Uh, it's just metalblade.com, right? I think so, but there's a whole A to Z contingency of it. It's uh, basically metalblade.com forward slash A hyphen Z forward slash. Okay. And that'll take you right to it. All the pre-order stuff, the videos are there, both videos, Trial by Fire. And obviously when August 12th rolls around, video number three, here's a late breaking story, is going to be stranded. That's Ray's favorite song, nice. and uh, he does his little Chardet, you know, impersonation there. But uh, no, it's uh, it's definitely uh, August twelfth, and we plan to have uh, video releases, you know, for quite a few more songs after that as well. Excellent. Well, one more time, the album and the band are known as A through Z. It is out on August the twelfth, and we're going to wrap this one up by playing a piece of Trial by Fire, so that people can get a second taste of just what you guys are doing. And uh, Mark, why don't we wrap this one up by maybe you telling us a quick story about this song or the video or something to do with Trial by Fire? Trial by Fire is just uh, you know when we put this together and Ray came in singing. That hook, again, this is a classic. You know, he sang a verse where I thought there was going to be a chorus. I thought that heavy drum part was going to be a chorus. Uh, but he sang the verse there. This is your quintessential rock am anthem, big guitar intro, big drum fill, constantly slam and start to finish, little halftime bridge in your basic earth, wind, and fire, all vocal ending. <laughs> Very good. Well, here it is. It is Trial by Fire. And Mark, thanks so much for joining me right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Thank you, man. I really appreciate your time.
With trucker strikes and rising inflation, food shortages are becoming a big, big problem. Don't let yourself get caught unprepared. Buy a food survival kit today from My Patriot Supply and save. Over 2,000 calories a day to keep you healthy and strong with a 25-year shelf life to ensure it's ready for you when the shit hits the fan. Go to www.bit.ly slash cmspnfood, order your supplies today, and invest in yourself and your family now before it's too late. www.bit.ly slash cmspnfood, my patriot supply.